My friends, it's Andor Week, and why wouldn't we drop a new episode of Armor Party 2? I am your host, Mike Forrester, sharing the collective love and excitement of new Star Wars this week. I'm already salivating over the new costumes we've been teased with, and I can feel my wallet shaking like Alderaan. I was recently on an episode of the Dad Batch podcast with many of the guests of of previous episodes of Armor Party, We talked some chop, we talked some shop, we had a great time doing it, so head over to the Dad Batch podcast and give that a listen if you're looking for more. This next episode is really, really cool. It features someone non-traditional to the standard costuming clubs and really just highlights the passion for creating. After this episode, you have no excuse other than to build, build, and build some more. We're narrowing in on Halloween, so use this episode as motivation to get your gundark in gear. Enjoy the show. My next guest might be new to the scene, but has the chops of a seasoned Jedi. Her incredible builds look straight off an episode of Clone Wars, and her cross-haired eye for detail has earned quite the following of crafters and cosplayers alike. Joining us from my own lovely Mighty Mitten state of Michigan, I am joined by Star Spangled Comet, Star, welcome to the Armor Party. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. At the beginning of the pandemic, and as the pandemic was turning into whatever it still is to this point, I was connecting (laughs) with a lot of other costumers because, like many of us, uh, we needed something to do with our hands, right? And costuming was such a, a... outlet for me creatively. Um, I was just pretty much when I started my little side business of Honda supply, I was like following people left and right. And I came across your work and said, this is crazy good. And to, to learn a little bit more about, um, your, your work and the the style that you do it, I said, I've got to get her on an episode of armor party. So welcome. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited to be here. It's 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 fun to be here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. let's so let's go all the way back, Star. I want to know, um, you know, you're we we talked a little bit off air, and I have been shocked, of course, to hear that you've only been costuming basically for under two years. So, are you sure? Because I'm looking at your stuff, and I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to make sure. Are you sure? I mean, it's a little, it's convoluted. Um. So as far as like cosplaying and trying to make cosplays, trying to make something that looks like, hey, that walked out of screen. I've only been doing that for, I started last, uh, last April. And so it's been not very long, but uh, I have a very long history of making my Halloween costumes and, you know, sewing when I was a kid, learning to, you know, costume, uh, you know, lower C, uh, since I was like a very small child. So I have some skills that come with me. It's not yeah. just, you know, a year of learning. I couldn't, sure. I couldn't claim that. <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah. let's go back to the beginning for you. You know, costuming yeah. is one of those things. I think everyone who, 
who costumes, of course, is is like a, a at some point there's always a great Halloween story somewhere. But more yes. specifically in in Star Wars, which of course is the entire reason for this show, um, what is your Star Wars <laughs> story like? You're you know where and I and I love talking to people about this because we're I. I'm lucky enough to have a lot of different generations of fans. Um, yeah. And so I would love to know, like, what what is Star Wars to you? And what how, how did how did you become enough of a fan of Star Wars to start making the freaking costumes, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I'd say that, like, I've got kind of two origin stories for Star Wars. Like, the first one kind of starts with my dad. He was a major you know, he was into Star Wars. He watched it when it first came out. He told he always told us stories when we were kids. He he would pay a quarter to go to the movie theater and hide in the seats and wait for the next one to start and just nice. jump theaters and watch it. Um, so we grew up with Star Wars in a way that um, uh, like I've been watching it since before I remember. But my like origin story of like myself kind of owning it for myself was when Clone Wars the animated movie two thousand eight came out. And I saw Ahsoka walk off the ship and I was instantly like, it's me. There I am. That's who I'm supposed to be. And I think I was like nine or ten at the time. And it has been Clone Wars and the prequels ever since. Uh, and so I'm I'm a prequels baby for sure. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So when you think of Star Wars, like for you... The, yeah. the, where, where did the original trilogy fit in? Like that, that's like a, that's like a core memory that's associated with your dad yeah. and growing up. But like you would say prequels are your, that's your Star Wars. Yeah. I'd say that when I think of Star Wars, the prequels to me seem like the, the like original lore story. Like this okay. is the like kind of background, you know? And then the prequels, um, really hit home as like the, this is where I'm comfortable. This is where I, like, I started really being cognizant of Star Wars, um, Really, I remember when episode three came out, I remember uh, my dad being like, it's a little violent. I don't know if I want you to watch it. And I was like, give it to me. I want it now. I want to see that guy burning on the, I want to see that guy burn to a crisp, dad. Let me see that. <laughs> give it to me, dad. Um, and so, yeah, so prequels really kind of got into my, into my system where when I think of Star Wars, I think of clones. Um, and I fell in love with the clones. They were like. Captain Rex, you know, Commander Cody, like they were like, when they showed up, it was Ahsoka and clones. And that's, that's really what I think of when I think of Star Wars, for sure. That, that is awesome. So I, I've shared this a yeah. couple of times on, on Thank the Maker, um, but I was the pandemic for me and Disney plus, right? So I, <laughs> I, you know, the, the Clone Wars, the issue with the Clone Wars for me was that it was really hard at the time because it was parsed out. It was like, you know, you yeah. had to download the Cartoon Network app and <laughs> we've we've largely been cord cutters for a long time. So, you know, the the Disney Plus what it really did was put it all in one place, right? And yeah. so when Disney Plus comes out, I subscribe to it. It's in the pandemic. I'm just watching all the content. Because <laughs> what else do you do, right? So I was kind of a late adopter to Clone mm -hmm. Wars myself. And I knew all the characters just because I'm part of yeah. the fandom. But like to really see these characters, I there was a like an epiphany moment where I I went, Oh, I get it. Like this is why like Captain Rex yeah. is probably one of my favorite characters in Star Wars. Yeah. Um, and like Ahsoka Tano might be one of the greatest characters in all of Star Wars. So I have 
such a respect for people who bring her to life specifically, but then also the entire clone army that I was always previously like, oh, that's cool. Like, the, you know, but the show, that's cool. But now I'm like, I'm in. So I love yeah. anything re- regarding um, prequels, clones. I, I, I'm a late adopter, but I'm that's why I, I bring people on the show and I'm like, take me to school. Like, what am I missing? I got to know all this <laughs> stuff. So I love, I absolutely love your build. So you've got this oh, great, thank you. you've got this great, this great story of, of being, uh, you know, a crafter. Um, mm-hmm. when, when, so how, how, what, what came into the idea of being like, I want to bring a screen accurate costume, or I want to at least have a very strong representation of my version of screen accuracy, because at the end of the day, we've never seen many of these characters in live action, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I wonder that too myself sometimes. Uh, I like getting into like really hardcore cosplaying was certainly a pandemic thing. Like you, like you mentioned, I mean, you know, it was at some point that I was just like, man, this sounds really fun. You know, I, I kind of, I'd been to cons before I went to cons okay. um, and I went, I cosplayed, but you know, just kind of was like, oh, whatever. I'm, I'm having fun. I always saw people with cool costumes and I remember thinking, I could never do that. I could uh, yes. I could never. I would see the clones. I would see the stormtroopers. And be like, that is so cool. And I would never be able to do it. Never. Um, and then I, I, man, I don't even remember what it was. I, I, w- I think I was cosplaying um, a Jean Grey Phoenix from X-Men. Okay. And I had like just posted a picture or something. And then I was like kind of looking. I saw someone cosplay Ahsoka. And I was like, what? I'd never thought about that before. And I was like, wait. I wonder if I could do that. It's like my favorite character of all time, but I couldn't do those head tails. I couldn't do the the paint. I couldn't do that. And then I was like, but what if I did? And then it spiraled. Um, and I was like, oh, I'll just buy the costume. I'll buy the one you can get on Amazon. I'll just buy that. So I bought that. And then I was like, well, I've got this kind of this face paint. What if I tried the the really good face paint? And what oh. if I what if I added the armor? What if I so what if I did latex head to what? If, and then at that point, I've made my own set of montrals and and the rest is, I mean, pretty well history. I've got you know two crosshair builds, uh, two Ahsoka builds. I'm almost done with my Mando. Um, I did a Fennec. I mean, I at this point it just spiraled out of control. You know? So <laughs> that's kind of you... how it happened. <laughs> Star, you sound perfect. A perfect subject. Come on, armor party. Uh, you're in good company here, my friend. Um, so, so let me t- let me get a little bit behind. So, relatively quick, and of course, the pandemic was terrible mm-hmm. for a lot of things, but also great to give us yeah. some time mm-hmm. to be able to focus. So you yeah. you kind of get this. You know, did you have a background in? sewing did you have a background in fabrication or like what was kind of your you know what was it completely foreign you're like i don't even know what a stitch is because sometimes i feel like that after building six costumes but um what was your you know what was your kind of background in regards to saying i understand how this stuff works so funny enough um so when i was younger i learned to sew um i quilted i did cross stitch i did embroidery you name it i kind of did the kind of I know that kind of side. When I was like really little, I cross-stitched a bunch of Boba Fett pillowcases for my sibling Cap um, because their favorite has always been Boba Fett. Um, And so like I've been doing stitching and stuff like that. Uh, So as far as like the actual like cloth side of things, I have a background. Um, Anything with foam, hard parts, which obviously my crosshair is both hard parts and foam. And then my Mando is no hard parts. Anything over there, never touched before. Didn't know it existed. 
had no idea what I was doing. So like, I get the sewing part, but that's about, that's, that's as far as that goes. Um, everything else was, was learned. So anything like latex, I mean, pretty much everything else besides my fin neck cosplay, um, was kind of just like, well, I'm going to wing it. I don't know what this is. I'm going to try it and I'm going to destroy it. And it was, it was fun. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) It was fun. So, and then, so, you know, is there, so is there a favorite character that you, that you have, like in regards of like satisfaction of saying, I built that. I love the fact Mm -hmm. that I built that. Yeah. You know, it's hard. Cause like I've got, I don't know, every single one I builds have like a, a very like special place in my heart. Um, and they like stamp like a time or a thing I'm watching or a thing I'm excited for, but I think Imperial Crosshair is probably the one that I'm most proud of. Um, okay. I think that. I think that that build specifically, like I kept it a secret the entire time I was building it. Um, and that was just kind of like a, a fun, like, I want to build it for me. I'm just, it's just about, it's just about, do I want to do it for me? And, yeah. um, and it really like, it was my second go at building a whole set of clone armor. Um, okay. and so I got to test out things that I had messed up and crosshair is like such an important character for me. I love him so much. And so it was like, it was really, I think that build, like finally like putting on the helmet and I turned around in the kitchen and I ran into the fridge and knocked my backpack off. And I was like, yes, <laughs> this is wonderful. This is how it should be. You know, yeah. I put LEDs in him. I was really excited. So I think, I think Imperial Crosshair and I got it done right for Star Wars Celebration. And so that was kind of like, I think, I think to date, that's my, that's my baby build. <laughs> for, sure. <laughs> for sure. And the only, literally the only reason I'm asking is because that's the one that I want to start talking about first. So we, yes, okay. <laughs> you you have both versions of Crosshair from the Bad Batch. You've yes. got the Clone Force ninety nine version, and then you have Imperial mm-hmm. Imperial Crosshair, which is this kind of prelude to the Death Troopers, as many people are are speculating. Um, yes. So, and these are these are two foam builds. There is mm-hmm. what what's hard part? What's foam? Yeah. What like what is the breakdown of those costumes? Because I think people are going to look at them and go, I can't tell, and that's insane to me. Yeah, uh, often people are really surprised when I say it's mostly foam, uh, but okay. all of the armor's foam, uh, the helmets are not. So okay. those are not foam. I have seen incredible foam builders make helmets, and I am too scared to try. I'm sure I can figure it out, but I have enjoyed having them printed instead. So they are printed. Okay. Um, and then my fire puncher is printed. Uh, besides okay. that, everything else is foam. Uh, well, actually, the the shoulder belts on Imperial are printed, but everything else is foam. Um and uh, they're files from Galactic Armory. Um, and okay. funny story. Uh, <laughs> so the, the Imperial Crosshair helmet is like actually from Galactic Armory. It, he shipped it. It was beautiful. Um, but the original, the original Clone Force 99 one, I was like, I'll print it myself. I had no experience printing anything. And mm. my print bed was very small. And so it's actually, I call it the Franken helmet. It is, it is... 20 pieces, separate pieces, and and four of those pieces are actually EVA foam. There are pieces that got, well, when I tried to print it, I sliced some stuff wrong, and there were big holes, and I'm like, what do I do? And so I was just like, I guess I'll throw some foam in there. And you can't see it from five feet away. Five feet away looks perfect, but if you flip it over and you look in the inside, it's garbled. Um, and I love it. I love that helmet for that reason. It is a Franken helmet, um, but <laughs> it's great. <laughs> no one else. And I think the thing is, is that 
that view is for no one else but you, right? That's right. And yeah, I, yeah and, I'm, <laughs> and I'm laughing because uh, Brian Cook, your fellow crosshair yes. of the of the dad batch, has the same philosophy. He says it in his episode. He's like, yo, man, if you're close enough to take a picture, you're going to love the way it looks. I don't need to stress out about anything else. And I, I yep. love that mentality <laughs> because like I said, it's half of what makes costuming fun is is linking up with a great photographer and yeah. going, I do look sweet. And you're sitting there like looking at this amazing composition and this amazing costume that you have brought to life. And it's very easy to go, I see some things I'd... I'd like to change, but no one else notices that stuff. Right. So we kind of are like yeah. our own, uh, I want to say our own like biggest critique in that way. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I just, I love the, the style of, you know, I, I, I compare the dad batch guys and I look at yours mm -hmm. and I think just because of the way that the foam works and the way that it's, it's slenderized in its own way. Mm -hmm. It's like you have this like realistic version and then you have this almost what I'm laughing at is like a more screen accurate version, which is that kind of the, the thinness <laughs> of the foam that has that look to it. Um, yeah. And I just think they're both incredible. So, um, yeah. so what, so you get into, are you at this point you're making this stuff out of foam? Is this yep. Warbler? Is this like, what is the actual foam that you're using to create most of the costumes? An excellent question. Um, as far as I know, it's just EVA foam from Michael's. I, I don't It I comes don't know. in a big white roll. You buy it yeah. for 40% 40 off every time That's they send right. a coupon. 40% off. I, I stock up because I, I'm not going to spend extra money. I, I save up those coupons. I go get my foam and try to cut those quarters <laughs> as much yeah. as I can. But yeah. Yeah. This, this is a pro <laughs> tip you learned from Armor Party. If you buy anything at Michael's full price, you're an idiot. Oh, yeah. Uh, pretty much sign up on their... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't think I've ever bought anything at full price at Michael's and maybe that's oh, no. how they get you. But I'm like, I swear every weekend I'm like, oh, 30% off. Oh, I'll go buy this. Um, so I'm, I'm with you. And I know that and in, I don't know if every mm -hmm. Michael's is like this because I think down by where you are, do you also have like uh, Hobby Lobby and some other stuff? Yeah, like, do you have those? We have Joanne's and Hobby Lobby and Joanne's okay. is really helpful. <laughs> they have the same coupon thing. So you sign up yourself and your friend and you're good to go. Nice. Know? So sign up as many people as you can, take their coupons, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pro tips, pro tips with Star. Um Mom. Yeah, we don't we don't have we actually don't have a Joanne's up here. Uh, Sad. and so whenever I travel, I'm always telling if whoever I'm with, I'm like, hey, would you mind could we stop in somewhere? And they're like, well, for what? I'm like, well, because we don't, you know, I gotta stop in at Hobby Lobby. <laughs> And, uh, you know, cause they have a lot of like their, their model section, the paints and the airbrush yeah. paints and all that stuff is just so much better than, than our Michaels up here, at least in the, in the, the great white North of, of Michigan. Um, <laughs> so, so you buy these rolls of foam and then yep. from there, how much for you is sizing, trimming, cutting, like, what is that process? And I also have to know like, yeah. what the heck kind of glue do you use? to make your, <laughs> to hold your armors together. Because I feel like I tried some foam for my Mandalorian shins and I could not get any of it to stick. And I'm like such a plastic head. So I'm like, am I using the wrong stuff? Star, fill me in, take yeah. me to school. Well, you know, you're asking a really good question that, uh, you know, I wish that I knew when I started, but this has all been a learning process. But uh, ah, yes. for one, 
for one, um, the when I first started, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to hot glue it. It's going to be fine. I just got like a cheap hot glue gun, like the $2 ones, right? And okay, just the cheap yeah. hot glue. And I, uh, like uh, Bad Batch Crosshair is just entirely hot glue. Great. Works fine. Um, I also built him in October and I went to a bunch of winter cons with him, right? <laughs> Catching Crap. up. And yeah. And, no, no, it was fine. It was all right. But oh, okay. Imperial Crosshair, Imperial Crosshair is completely black and gray. And I built him in the summer. And I went to summer cons and that hot glue melted right off. There so, we go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So then I went back and I redid a bunch of stuff with CA glue, like literally just medium CA glue. Um, huh. And it works great. I have had no problem with CA glue. Um, I've also used contact cement, but honestly, I like CA glue better. Uh, okay. So I know that like, I don't know. I don't think a lot of phone builders use that. But again, I am not an experienced phone builder. I just started this like a year ago. So... Maybe there's a better glue out there. And if there is, I'd love to know what it is. But CA has worked just fine for me. So. Okay. And then do you yeah. have any kind of issues with, um, do you have any, is there any issue as regard to structural durability? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you, when you, are you putting it in a case in, uh, you know, enough of a manner that's like basically helping mm-hmm. support? Because I, the the yeah. question that I ask is, is I, I see some of the stuff that people do with foam. Mm-hmm. And it blows me away at how good it looks and just the fact that you're not sitting there, you know, I'm, I'm building this Boba Fett right now and I'm like, what am I going to break? What am I not going to break? I feel like every time I take it out, I'm worried something's going to crack on it. And then getting Mm -hmm. into the hard parts for a lot of people, you have this debate between what's called hips plastic and ABS plastic and ABS Mm -hmm. is like a stronger version of, of, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit flexible, but at the same time, it's really rigid. And then you have people who are like, well, you get better details out of hips and hips can crack really easy. So I'm kind of just trying to figure out like, what, what is all this stuff in my own time? And I've been building for a couple of years. Um, but as far as like structural durability, mm-hmm. what is, how has the foam been for you in your, in your experience with it? Yeah, it's, I think that like one of the nicest things about foam is that if you break it, it's really cheap to replace and it's Good pretty point. easy to replace. So yeah. that's like one side. It also has a lot of movement and gives like one of the things that like me and Cap love about our builds is that we can like do crazy stuff in them like cap has like done pull-ups in their hunter like and like done crazy stuff and like run around and like we can jump off things and so like you get the movement in foam that you you can't do in hard parts like i watch yeah. cap watch it walk in wrecks and i'm like yeah you're you're stuck you can't get up the stairs you know um uh, and so that's yeah, and, and so that's, like, one thing. But it does fold, um, and it gets, like, kind of the, the fold lines and stuff. And so sure. the one thing that I've noticed is that it's, like, I think, at least the way that I have seen it, is that I don't – I'm not, they're not going to, like, hold up forever. Um, yeah. And when I pack them, you know, they 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 get a little bit of wear and tear each time they go in the big armor box. Um, sure. And come back out. And, you know, if they go too far in the heat. And me and Cap road trip to Star Wars Celebration. Um Oh, wow. And we, okay. Yeah, from Michigan. So it was crazy. But we, we drove all the way out there and we actually got stuck in this traffic jam in the Mojave Desert, which was, you know, fine, except that we had to turn off the AC and then we're sitting back there like, oh my gosh, the foam is going to be melting in the back. And there was certainly a little bit of warping that happened. So, like, 
I think that it's like as far as like durable, it's it's not durable. Sure. But it's easy to remake. And so it's I think there's a toss up there. Um Yeah. Uh yeah. So I long story short, it's not very durable in my opinion, but it does hold up for doing a lot of fun and crazy things. Like if you want to run around in armor, like foam's foam's a good running material. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Well, and and to your point of you know, when the things get hot, I mean, I, I yeah. literally this summer, uh, I had a friend who, who printed me two officer boxes for my, for my officer belt and I left them in the back seat. I got a, Ooh. I got a black car and, uh, and I, I pick them up and I was like, look at these things that I can no longer use. <laughs> um, and I, and I bought a 3d printer and gave it to my friend Austin and said, I I'm not a mechanical guy in many ways. It, I'm, yeah. I'm very visually there, but mechanically I'm like, I don't know what's going on. So he's been my, my print guru. Um, and yeah, he was like, you have to, you know, I, I have so little experience using 3d prints as a, as yeah. a, a medium. Uh, and so I couldn't believe how much those warped sitting in the sun. Yeah. So I think there are like, like we've talked about on the show a lot, there are perks and drawbacks for almost every single style of building costumes, right? Yeah, definitely. And like, I haven't had much, um, I don't know, much uh, history with doing 3D prints. So, like, that's even smaller for me. But I've certainly sure. had a little bit of warping myself. I I melted a hole through part of Imperial Crosshair's helmet. Um, <laughs> just because I, I was sanding, and I. I'm an absent-minded person, so I was sanding with my hand sander and just was sat on a spot too long and started melting a hole. So, you know, I certainly have some problems with heat and different materials. Uh, that's just kind of a, a me thing. But um, so, I mean, everything has its, I don't know, every every material that you work with has its different, like, drawbacks and stuff. Yeah, so. yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So in getting into mm-hmm. getting into paint as well, you know, bad. Yes. I think when the Bad Batch came out, there was, it was so cool having, I mean, of course I know that you're excited for Bad Batch season two, because that means you get to probably <laughs> make a new set of armor. Yay. Um, but, but more so I, I want to know a little bit about your process of like mm-hmm. for painting for the kits, because in some ways the two armors are really similar. Um, but they, you know, Clone Force 99 has these like really beautiful reds and these like intentionally painted whites. And then Imperial Crosshair is this like lean, mean, everything is kind of monotone. Hmm. What did you do to paint your, your kits? Are you, are you spray paint? Are you acrylic? Like what's, what was your process for getting those done? Yeah. The base of everything's just Rust-Oleum spray paint. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's just, that's my go-to. That's the base. But I think the weathering, which is my favorite part of painting, anything at any given point in time um has changed a lot so i learned a lot when i started doing imperial versus um just clone force 99 so when i did uh when i did like clone force uh crosshair it was just base of rust-oleum and then i took some silver and i just kind of looked at it and i was like if i was crosshair and i fell here where would i get scratched (laughs) and i put those scratches on and and I, I used a darker um, a darker gray to kind of go around the scratches in some places like burn marks. Um, but really, it was just a brush. Like, I just took a brush and just was like, well, we're going to go to town. Um, and I'm a painter. And so that has helped me a lot. So I do a lot of, like, fine art painting. And that's helped me a lot. Like, I actually have painted, like, armor before on a 2D surface. So once oh, I nice. can get out of my head enough to be like, oh, wait, 
painting armor in a 3D surface is actually pretty much the same. I could yeah. kind of like get it into my head and just used a brush, went over it. Um, Imperial Crosshair is slightly different. I learned a little bit more about like, I don't know, the, the layered latex weathering method where, you know, you spray down your your coats and like peel off um, with latex. And I used that for Imperial a lot more. But I also noticed that he had a lot of these like kind of, you know, as the animation does for Clone Wars um, and Bad Batch, it has this kind of like brush like textures that are like yeah 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 they're really you know prevalent and like you know imperial is really interesting because like you've got these like really dark blacks in the corners but then you've got like by the time you get to like the shine it's almost like this dullish white gray like it's this weird gradient but yet they're brushed and so i was trying to figure out how to get that and i tried like a million different things uh i couldn't get it right until i used um steel wool so i just got some steel wool and i just put a bunch of white on it um, and brushed the white with the steel wool, like these scratches, and it ended up kind of muting into it um, and looking like those brush strokes and kind of that like subtle weathering. Um, and that's yeah. what I ended up doing with him. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's that's awesome. And and do you, for, for foam specifically, like do you find yourself mm-hmm. priming foam or are you just pretty much like straight to Rust-Oleum? Yeah, so when you, once you form it with um, with your foam, you want to cover it with like three to four layers of Plasti Dip. Um, so ah, that, okay. That kind of acts as your primer. Um, and so it. once you put on the Plasti Dip, you're good to go. Um, but you know, not before. <laughs> so sure. the Plasti Dip's your primer, and then you go right on, right onto the roast oleum. At least that's what I do. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And then yeah, because mm-hmm. I, I so I use a lot of um, I use a lot of Montana gold. Yes. Uh, that's that's <laughs> I I I'm looking over at uh, probably about. <laughs> probably about 70 cans of, of Montana. Um, <laughs> yep. because I have a lot, I have a lot of people that, you know, request uh, certain colors and I try to do my sure. best to, to match their, their armor or whatever they're, mm-hmm. they're making a ID card for. Mm-hmm. So, um, I've just picked up a lot of paint over the, of course, 40% off Michael's cause they sell of that course. stuff there. Yep. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> thanks. Shout out to Michael, wherever you are. Um, thank you for the 40% off coupon. But, um, I've, I've really just started to to see the difference in a lot of different paints and, and, um, yeah. you know, building my Mandalorian, uh, I had never used like Duplicolor, which is an automotive mm-hmm. paint. And then finding out that, you know, the, you know, Montana gold is acrylic based, so it's mm-hmm. less caustic, but then you also like some, there's some issues where, uh, I've had different kinds of paint just not stick for some reason. I'm like, what? I yeah. paint this all the time. Um, but really understanding the difference of the mediums, that's why I was curious what you did for the foam and Plasti Dip is, hey, that makes sense. Yeah. How, how much, how much YouTube did you watch, like getting, learning these tips or was there a specific place for you to kind of, how much of it was trial and error? Cause I'm also like, I, I, I find this I, fascinating that you're, you're getting these, these results and doing it for so little of time. Cause I feel like I've wasted thousands of dollars because I'm too, <laughs> I should have just read the forum, but I'm sitting here and be like, all right, I've read, I've seen enough pictures. I know what to do now. I did not <laughs> know what I was doing. So I'm, I'm just, I'm yeah. curious. What was your, your, your learning, uh, your, yeah, your so... favorite spot to learn? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's funny. I, a lot of it is trial and error for me. I'm kind of a person that is like, I want to do it. How do I do it? I guess I'll try it. That failed. I'll do it again. Um, nice. so like a lot of it honestly was trial and error. Um, I will say that, um, like kind of getting into the cosplay community first with Ahsoka before I got into the foam area sure. of stuff um, allowed me to kind of connect with a couple people. 
um, and start following people on Instagram. And when I first was trying to figure out what to do for weathering, I watched a bunch of Odd Vikings stuff and I was like, how to weather? And then I was like, well, that's really complicated and beautiful. I'll just give it a try and see what happens. So uh, he was a great resource. Um, I love all his stuff. Um, But honestly, a lot of it was like just random Google searches, like how to make, you know, paint stick to foam, what to do. And people were like, plastic dip. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll try it. So um, honestly, my greatest resource is Google. Um, yeah. And and also just the fact that I have, I know, me and Cap have been building things, even if it's not, you know, costumes. We did sure. a bunch of house redesigning as kids. I like sewing. We're very, very artistic. And so we're very comfortable with the idea of like, we'll try it. And if it fails, we'll try it again. And so uh, that that's a lot of, a lot of it is trial and error and Google. Um, but then once, you know, once you get into the community, there's just like, you start to learn that, oh, I could just, I could just message someone real fast and be like, hey, uh, where do you get this thing? What do yeah. I do? I'll ask you at a con. You know, I, I didn't know about the forums for a really long time. Like I, okay. I was a very like, uh, I, I'm really new to the cosplay scene. So even if I've been like costuming, as far as the cosplay actual like, oh, there's people who do this and there's like, clubs like that has been like a maybe a year that i've known about them so like oh wow knowing that like knowing that there was even a forum of people you could ask is like very new to me and so people be like why you could check the forums i'm like what does it mean that's so cool i didn't know people (laughs) talked about this stuff (laughs) how do i get in how do i get in yeah (laughs) so that's a new thing i honestly um I'm just, as I'm starting to build a Mando, just like kind of getting into the Mercs forums and being like, wow, this is such a wonderful resource. But I, I did not have that um, starting because I didn't know that people did it until <laughs> I went to a con one day, uh, I think in Bad Batch with with Cap. And we just kind of like wandered up and people were like, you know, you could like join one of the clubs if you wanted to. And we were like, really? <laughs> what? <laughs> we, we didn't know about this. Was, so, was, but, this at, was this at Motor City Comic Con? It was at Grand Rapids Comic Con. Okay. Yeah. It okay. was when we first kind of were like, wait, wait, this is a thing. I didn't really, didn't really, it didn't click to us before sure. that like we could join a club and, and, um, and been kind of thinking about building Mandos ever since. So. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Well, cause I remember, I, I remember. So if, if you decide to join the 501st one day, you, you'll be in the same garrison as me, which is the Great Lakes garrison. And Yay. we have a, we have like a, you know, a Facebook group that is just mm-hmm. a little bit less official and we just, you know, Hey, here, here's what we're working on. And I specifically remember someone went, who are these amazing customers? Because you guys have this, <laughs> this great, like there was this action shot of you and cap. I think that I, we, everyone was just like, where did these come from? Because it was so <laughs> bad batch was so new and the 501st yeah. has its own troubles with you know, people want to noodle over details and it takes, Mm -hmm. you know, it can take so long to get a CRL out. And I think oftentimes because we start to get in this real linear way of thinking as 501st members, because we start analyzing this idea of like screen use, screen use, screen use, screen use. And oftentimes we forget to kind of capture the essence of the character, which I think your the way that you were posed for the pictures and everything, I was like, oh my gosh, this is like straight up from Bad Batch. <laughs> and I remember so many of our members were like, this is insane. Like these, this is the raddest thing we've seen. So it it definitely made a splash. And I, I just want to, uh, again, applaud, um, uh, applaud your work because it, it literally was one of those things where people 
went, whoa, that's cool. You know, and again, we have people in our group who have like bought the most ridiculous amounts of everything to be like, yeah, sure. I'm Boba Fett down to the, you know, the tea nut on the, on yeah. the you know, but this was one of those things where a lot of people were like, that is so cool. And it was refreshing to see. Um, but tell me a little oh, bit too about to being in, in your area of Michigan. Um, you know, were there, were there other people around you, other friends that were, was this kind of like the secret life of star and you're making stuff and <laughs> then suddenly like come out of, pandemic and you're like surprise i'm now crosshair yeah you know so crosshair was a surprise to me too uh the story with that actually is just I love that. that yeah he, he he took me by surprise and i was like wait what what are we doing um but basically um cap watched the first episode of bad batch and was like star we have to watch this show it's amazing it's 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 our it's our childhood. It's Clone Wars again. It's just the clones, and we had always been really into the clones. We were, you know, right. we had all the action figures. We loved Rex, yeah. so we got into into that. And um, and when I started doing Ahsoka um as a cosplay, I was like, you know, Cap, what if you just did like a you just threw together a hunter, maybe just like just did the face paint, whatever. Sure. So we did. We just did the face paint at one point. And we're like, yeah, okay. let's do the face paint. But then I was like, but Cap, we could actually put some foam and maybe just, just make the chest plate and just take some oh, yeah, here chest we go. Oh, here we up go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. And and Cap's like, oh, sure. And so I made Cap. Um, so we don't use patterns. Um, we're crazy. We never pattern anything um, at all, which is- oh, I know a couple in, of mad lads. <laughs> yeah. So I just like held up a piece of foam to Cap. I just like put Cap there and I was like, stand still. And I just kind of like traced out stuff. I'm like, he, this looks right. And I like made them stand there for like, I think it was like eight hours one day. Cap oh was boy. Like, we can't do this. So we, we build all of Cap's armor and we're about to go to the, to the summer bash of GRCC. We have a week and a half until okay. it's going. And, and Cap's like, you know, <laughs> we're going to go as crunch. Yes. And, and we're like, we're going to go as Hunter and Ahsoka. Then Cap's like, you know, as the series has gone on, you've really loved crosshair. Just what if you made a crosshair? And I was like, in a week and a half? No way. There's no way. Um, hadn't started anything. And then Cap was like, but I would help you. And then we could just speed make it. And we did. We speed made crosshair in a week and a half. Um, oh, my. Everything except for the helmet. And I just, it was just, and I was, I, I was still like working over the summer. So it'd be like, I'd get home from work and it'd be like, now time for the next piece let's go right now and we'd be up till four in the morning we're we're just like cutting stuff throwing stuff on we're like this will work for this con this will work for and and we walked into the summer bash of grcc um and and walked in we're like okay you know i don't have a helmet but you know i've got the hair and the face paint and the toothpick so it's all good you know <laughs> and uh and that yeah so we did it a week and a half so we, so as far as that like it caught me by surprise i didn't okay. know i was making crosshair until i suddenly had a crosshair and then i once i did i was just like i love this build so much i i never yeah. want to stop um going as crosshair and so yeah my i don't i don't have a lot of um friends around at the time that like knew about it or that was cosplaying with me i've since tried to pull in some of my friend group and be like you want to cosplay I know you do. Yes, Jedi yes, mind yes. them. Try to get yeah, them right, to cosplay. Right, right. Um, <laughs> I've been slowly working on a couple of them, but yeah, no, it, it kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, awesome. So, yeah. and, and a question that I wanted to ask you because um, you not having the helmet, but then, you know, you get this cross hair and you put the hair back yeah. and you've got the, you know, this just yeah. 
the because I think for me, I've always had this. Um, I've kind of had this. I, I've never really wanted to do a face character myself because mm-hmm. I I look a specific way. Um, mm-hmm. I have so much respect for people who are like, oh, I don't look anything like Mark Hamill, but I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm like, you know what? I right. can see it. Sure. Uh, right. I've just never been that kind of person. So the essence of getting like, do you feel like you put that armor on? Like, do, do you feel like you get that just war torn pessimism that crosshair <laughs> so just, you know, oozes out of his, his cloned body <laughs> and everything about it. Like you, you put your hair back and, and what did you do mm-hmm. to get the, like how, how, to get the gray? Like what, it, what was your yeah. process for that? Yeah. I had shorter hair at the time, um, okay. but I had, <laughs> I use what they call hair wax and it's like this really like sticky, it's nasty to put on, but it works really well. It's colored hair wax and you just smooth it back like nice and greasy and, uh, and your crosshair. Um, and yeah, wow. you know, I, I think that like having painted myself as Ahsoka at the time, having done a Padme cosplay, having already done, um, a couple like face characters, the, sure. the biggest difference was feeling like, you know, can I accurately represent this character who right. is a, you know, is a, is a guy, you know? And I think that was the thing for me. And I, you know, I was like, yeah, I can, because I want to, and I'm excited. And yeah. I like this character and yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to put the silver in and I got the toothpick and I, I'm crosshair, you know, I, I want to, I think I look awesome and I'm going to go for it. And I think that having that kind of like, just being like, you know, it, it cosplaying, you know, for me, it's for me, you know, I, I want to cosplay cause I want to, it's, it has nothing to do with, you know, anything else. And so for yeah. me, like getting that like feeling of being like, you know, yeah, I've got the armor check. I've got the toothpick check. I've got the scowl, you know, put on my meanest face before walking yeah. into that con. And, and, you know, when I walk in there, you know, people, people look up and they say, wow, it's the bad batch. You know, they don't go, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Wait, is that, you know, is that female crosshair? You know, they'll be like, sure, oh, it's sure. crosshair. And it's, and that's a really great feeling for me. Cause it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just being crosshair. You know, like this is, yeah. I just want to be that character. So I think, I think, yeah, I think, uh, the, the, you know, I don't know what you call it. The, the sinking pessimism really does start yeah. to sink out when you really like settle into the character and you're like, yeah, I've got the toothpick. Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Right. That's the quote yeah. right there. Um, it is, no, I, it I, is. I, I love that because, you know, I, I, there were a lot of people that, you know, Captain Phasma, we have a ton yeah. of male, male cosplayers that do uh, Captain Phasma. We have yeah. a couple of, um, I think in our, in our garrison, um, we have a member that she has a killer Boba Fett. Um, and I, wow. I love that Star Wars just has that ability for people to connect mm-hmm. with characters. And I give yeah. the, the 501st a lot of credit because mm-hmm. as long as the act, you know, the actual armor fits the actor and fits the person who's wearing it, like who cares? Uh, is, as yep. long as that, <laughs> yep. as long as exactly like you said, as long as you see the character, you're good to go. And I'm, I was yeah. like for a hot second yeah. there, I was like, I'm going to do a Bo-Katan because yeah. her armor is like probably one of the coolest. Well, her helmet is amazing, of course, but for sure. Um, <laughs> I mean, her armor is just so beyond badass. And then, you know, and especially in the, the later seasons of Clone Wars, the cloaks, they, the night owls wear, I'm like, Give me yeah. that all day. 
Um, so I was, I was, I was on the fence and ended up doing a Dinjarin. But you know, I think, I think really what it comes down to is that that excitement for saying, I, I don't know why this character's got its hooks in me, but yeah, I gotta, I can't shake it. You know what I mean? And yep, and, <laughs> yeah. And is is that how you is is, oh is Star gosh. Wars dangerous <laughs> for you at this point? Because yes, like, every, I mean, are you you know you're probably like me, and you know Andor is coming out, and I had got uh, Imperial <laughs> Officer before uh, Celebration, and then I watched the trailer for Andor. I'm like, oh. I want to, Oh, I want that one too. I want that. Like, that looks awesome. I want that. Are you the same way? Yeah, I, I am. I think that like, there's a solid dose of like, um, Star Wars is dangerous because of nostalgia. And then Star Wars is dangerous because of anything that I'm excited about new coming out. So like for me, yes. like, you know, Ahsoka is nostalgic and also completely relevant. And so she's like double poison, you know, I yeah. want to do everything, <laughs> you know? Um, and like Crosshair, he also gets a little bit of double poison because like I said, being so into the clones as a kid and having all of the action figures, everything. And then suddenly being like, Oh, there's a new show and it's yeah. still about clones. It's like, Oh, it's nostalgia. It's all this st- stuff. And, and I think for me, it's like, uh, but then Finnec, right? So Finnec shows up and I'm like, oh, God, well, off we go. You know, I Gotta saw do this that one. trailer. I had Finnec finished before Book of Boba Fett came out and it was just like, yeah, we saw her for a second in Mandalorian and kind of in Bad Batch, but like, I'm just going to build, you know, and and yeah. so it's it's certainly, it's certainly terrifying. But I think for me, it's like, uh, you know, I see a character and sometimes I can't tell you what it is. You know, with Ahsoka, I know, you know, what happened. I was nine or 10. I know what happened. But like, sure. there's certain characters you watch and you're like, I don't know why, but I must build you right <laughs> now, you know, and <laughs> yeah. Crosshair was certainly one of those ones for me that, you know, I mean. I liked him so much. I built two builds of him and you know, I built right. his season two build before season two was announced. So yeah. it's like this kind of like, you know, I, I, having kind of, I think the first Imperial crosshair build um, out there and just being like, I must, he's just my favorite. Um, yeah. I couldn't exactly tell you why, uh, but yeah, I think it's, I, I find this character and I just sink into them and I'm like, Oh, I want to, I want to wear it. <laughs> sometimes, so. sometimes it'd be like that. That's, that's, yeah. that's very accurate <laughs> for true. how it goes. Um, and so I want to ask you this too, Star. So yeah. you've got, you've got this ability to be able to kind of create things. And then, and then Ahsoka Tano, who has in many ways, a lot more wardrobe changes than yes. people <laughs> I think are really aware of. Right. Because we've got all yeah. these, like, you know, there, there's really subtle little differences at where she's at. And then mm-hmm. I haven't seen, do you have her like exiled former Jedi, like the, the bike, the mechanic suit? No, I don't. Okay. So, Not yet, okay. Anyway. All right. All right. Cause <laughs> I, for some reason thought that you did. And I, and then I remember thinking, I don't, I can't remember if someone's actually done that one because I know Somebody that. Somebody has. Okay. Yeah. But not me. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. That's that's fine. I'm like I'm I'm racking I'm mm-hmm. racking my brain here, being like, because that was kind of a sneaky, cool kit, like the yeah. You know, it was almost like she they were has... like coveralls, but not. Yeah, it looks really comfortable. That's one of those yeah. things. Like, I when, when I wear Ahsoka, like I love Ahsoka, and you'd think that I say this every time. Everyone's like, "Oh, you must be so uncomfortable walking around in crosshair all day." I'm like, "No, no, it's Ahsoka. Like, mm-hmm. crosshair is comfortable. Ahsoka is." It kills your neck and is like orange paint everywhere, you know? Um, yeah. So one of the, doing that costume would be like, Ooh, I'd love that. That, that looks comfy. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah, no, she's, she's got so many um, wardrobe changes and I'd love to make them all, you know, that don't have the time or money for it, but 
you know, who knows? Maybe someday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One day, one day. Is there a favorite version of Ahsoka that you that you have made or, or prefer to wear? Uh, I think that season seven is my favorite to wear, partially because yeah. it's more um, comfortable. Um, sure. The honestly, just the more paint, the more uncomfortable. Like having the whole back cut out of season three through five is just like, well, if you sit back on a chair, it's going to be an orange chair, you know. And so, and having to worry about that. Also, um, the Montrals on season seven, uh, or sorry, season three through five, I made entirely out of latex. I, you know, fashioned my own mold for them, brushed on the latex, did the whole nine yards. And it was a wonderful learning experience. They look great and they are the most uncomfortable things to wear. Um, and I have ripped out a lot of my hair on accident wearing them. And so there's a bit of like, I love it, but I'm also like, how much discomfort do I want to be in? Sure. Um, so there's a couple of things that need to be overhauled to make that a, a very comfortable kit. Um, so season seven usually gets the usually gets the Ahsoka preference for me. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, yeah, and I and I I give you a lot of credit for for making your own because there's I'm gonna have um, wretched hive creations on eventually, and, oh, good, and I yeah. know that mm-hmm. that they are kind of like the what a lot of people would say are kind of the top dogs of of Laku and. Um, and, yeah. and Montreal's and be able to make that, those headpieces. But mm-hmm. like with a lot of things in, in Star Wars, uh, in, in Star Wars costuming, you always are kind of debating between being like, what do I want to learn and put in the time yeah. versus have someone who's already done this research. And that's, that's the price. That's why it's the price, right? Because yeah. there's a certain part. And I, I felt this way with Din Djarin. I learned how to paint Beskar, right? So I'm an yeah. OT guy just because that's what I grew up with. And like everything was basically white plastic. It comes off the vacuum former and it's shiny white because that's the material. And so I had a sand trooper at one point and, and my, my scout is slightly weathered and, um, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't have a lot of experience mm-hmm. with like paint. And so then you come into Din Djarin, which is basically like this, this, you know, mirror, and, uh, yeah. and I didn't, and I didn't know how to do it. I'm like, well, what do you mean paint? I'm like, just spray it silver. And then I learned, I'm like, oh boy, this is certainly not yeah. go to Michael's and buy chrome paint. This was, this was not, this was certainly a, a much, much deeper appreciation for special effects paint. And so I come into it yeah. and I, I see all of the people who are using the right tools to mm-hmm. give me the finish, right? And I'm sitting here going, wait, and I could spend 500 bucks in just the tools. Yeah. And I don't know if I ever want to paint Beskar again. So I'm kind of like, do you know, what? what's the weight of saying, should I buy it mm-hmm. so that I can learn how to do it? But then is it just going to sit in my garage? Because once I used it, I don't want to do it again. You know, like, do you have those debates in regards to any of this stuff that you're learning yourself? I do. I think that like, a lot of it for me is money. I try to cosplay on a pretty tight budget. And so that's sure. a big thing of being like, you know, Montrals are beautiful. They usually run around four or $500. That's a lot to put down at the same yeah. time. How much does it cost to make it? So I'm yeah. constantly doing that. Um, and, and I mean, same stuff with like, you know, do you make your, you know, do you make something out of foam? Do you get the hard parts kit? What do you want to do? Right. And I think that sometimes what I come down to is like, A, you know, money is the first thing. Sure. The second thing is like what you want to spend your time on. And for me, yeah. sometimes I'm like, oh, I really enjoy the process of painting. I really enjoy yeah. the process of sewing. Maybe right. I'll buy the thing that I don't like making as much. And it's like, 
like what I enjoy because there's also like the time aspect of like, you know, yeah, I would be fine with working on something forever, but sometimes I'm like, ooh, I want to finish it at the same time that a friend's finishing it or at the same time Cap's finishing it. And so I want to, you know, save time. Um, but there's right. also like the extent to which like, you know, you can only learn so much. You can only learn how to make or craft like what you were saying, you know, what's, yeah. what's actually going to be useful to you later. Um, and like for me, I know I love Ahsoka. And if I learn how to make mantras, that's probably not going to be a wasted uh, talent yeah, to learn. Yeah. Um, right. I'll probably use it again. But there's also an extent to which I really like saying, ooh, you know what? Um, I could do it. Uh, I made a pair of mantras. Maybe I'll buy some in the future. I'd love to. Like, people make beautiful ones. They make ones that are way nicer than mine, but I love mine, and I love yeah. that I made them. And maybe yeah. I'll get another pair that someone else makes, but I like being like, ooh, I, 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 it was a challenge, and I did it. And sometimes just doing it and then being like, maybe I never need to do it again, but I I can do it if I wanted to, you know, and having yeah. that is fun for me too. So yeah, I, I like challenges. <laughs> no, that's, and that, that's a customer's experience. I think it's very easy, you know, in, in the clubs that had kind of a bit of a, I don't know, I don't want to say, I don't want to say their own debates over this, but I know it is something that, you know, you have people go, yeah, I, I you know, we have commissioners, people who commission <laughs> whole builds because I have a lot of empathy for people who live in an apartment building yeah, in New York yeah. city or in any, yeah. you know, I want, I'm a huge fan, but I don't have a garage to build in. Right. Yeah, exactly. And so what are you, mm -hmm. what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to tell those people, well, sorry, you can't join the group because you need to make it yourself. <laughs> You're like, what kind of, you know, like what kind of gatekeeping yeah. is that? Um, yeah, and so you, exactly. ha you have, pe you have people that are commissioners and they will build it for you and say, yeah, sure. I, there's going to be some decent stuff that I'm going to have to maybe figure out myself. But, um, you know, and then there are people who are like, oh, you just, you know, you just bought all the parts, which is crazy to think about because at this yeah. point, the costumes themselves have become so good in terms of how people reverse engineer stuff from the screenshots and, and my yeah. friend. Uh, you know, my friends over at JJ Industries, Luke and his wife, I, literally, you cannot get any more accurate than what they make because they are so right. good at being able to reproduce that stuff. And then you kind of get to a point where you start going, I might, I might feel like I'm wasting my time even trying, you know, because when they've mm -hmm. already done it to perfection. So I think that's a, yeah. that is a very, it's a very fair debate that I think all of us as customers, yeah. um, we sometimes feel like we're we're losing that part of of being customers, and I feel that way too sometimes when, yeah. uh, because I, I don't know how to sew, and so I feel yeah. really helpless sometimes. Going, <laughs> I need to add more, you know, I need to add some Velcro to this. I wish I knew how to just add it, but I don't. Right, so I have to like <laughs> find someone who can help me. Um, yep. So I I think it's all the part of the customer's journey. I think that's a, a great way to look at it. Yeah. And I think there's also like a piece to like, what do you find fun? Like some people find, you know, wearing the costume fun. Some people find making the costume fun. Some people find, you know, figuring out the puzzles really fun or the process yes. of being part of a group fun. And all of those things are a valid part of cosplaying. And, right. you know, if you choose all of them, you know, props to you, you're doing everything yourself. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But it's also like, you know, like me and Cap talk about this all the time. You know, some like I do a lot of the sewing because I, I love sewing and Cap does yeah. a lot of the hard parts and we split up things like that. And chances are, if you see something like my gun for my Mando, Cap entirely made that. I was not a part of this, you know, and like, 
Cap's flak vest. I sewed the entire thing. And so there's like an extent to where it's like, you know, you, some, you got to give some, you know, and yeah. I think that like some people really like just, oh, I just want to walk around and like be part of the club and, you know, shake little kids hands. And like, if that's what you really love, then maybe spending like hundreds of hours building something and you're really just excited about that, you know, that maybe not, you don't, you don't have to, you know, trying to be like, oh, well, you didn't build everything yourself is like, oh, you know, that's, that takes away some of the fun of it. So yeah, yeah, I think everybody I has a piece of cosplaying, you know, like you said that they like, so. Yeah. But. Yeah. I, I totally mm -hmm. back that. Um, so mm -hmm. the other character, well, let's see. So, so I had Ray Kennex on a, a fellow mm -hmm. Ahsoka, yeah. uh, a Love costumer, <laughs> and then also does, she also does a Ayla Secura. And I think mm -hmm. you also do Ayla Secura as well. Yes. And were you able to meet Amy Allen at any of the cons? I think she's done. I was not. Oh, she's like the coolest so person. Well, I really I'm wanted to, but no, I wasn't. Please do. If you know that she's going to be at a convention, please rock your Ayla Secura. She is okay. <laughs> blown away every time she sees them. And, you know, she was like, oh my gosh, every time I see you, she thinks the 501st is like the coolest group. And, um, Aww. you know, it's, I think it's really fun for her to see this character that she, you know, she, cause her story as, uh, being cast as that character was, she was a production assistant. Like she was literally yeah. just helping like do things like, I'm like helping out with this and I'm doing this. And all of a sudden someone's like, Hey, we got to paint you blue for a second. Can you come stand over here? And then ends up being <laughs> like, oh yeah, cool. I'm, I have this Jedi with this amazing backstory. Uh, so yeah. I, I, I think it's awesome. But, you know, paint wise, Ray was saying mm -hmm. that there's a process of finding the right paint for <laughs> your, your body type and your skin type and all that. Like what was, when we get into that, because I know that there's some people out there who are probably, you know, let's let's speculate for a second and say there's probably a good chance we're going to see a certain chiss grand admiral likely showing up and we're probably mm -hmm. going to see a lot of blue mm -hmm. people walking around yep. at conventions over the next <laughs> couple of years so like in terms of body paint because i know that ahsoka and ayla secure are both like pretty heavy on being Painted. able to pigment yep. yeah you have to pigment your own skin tone um what has been yeah. your process with learning with learning that Oh boy. Um, you know, I tried to go about it really like scientifically and was like, Ooh, I'm going to look up what's good for my skin. I'm going to try yeah. these types of things. I want to really do a good job. Um, and it, it ended up being trial and error as everything okay. is for me. Okay. Um, yeah. because that's, that's where we're going. Um, but I, you know, I didn't know, again, I didn't know anything really about higher like cosplay before sure. really starting and so i you know i was like maybe try this stuff from this random store oh no no that's not good and then i was like what do people use um and i you know i ended up looking at some cosplayer highlights on instagram and was like oh that's what they use you know um and i ended up just like eventually being like you know what there's probably better stuff for your skin there's probably better process to do it but i'm just gonna throw it on my face and see what happens and so <laughs> I did that one day, just kind of took a sponge and threw it on. I used Mayron, um, the liquid Mayron paint, and I just threw it on and I have had no reason to change it. And so okay. I haven't. And so I'm sure there's better stuff out there. And like, I feel super unclinical just being like, I just randomly picked something and threw it on my face. But nice. that's kind of kind of what I do uh, with, with everything in cosplay. I just at some point, I'm just like, well, screw it. Got to make a decision. Just throw it on and go to a con and 
If sure. it works, it works. <laughs> Where do you pick that so, stuff up at? That paint I specifically. It on okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a bottle on Amazon. It's like seven bucks and you can get like probably 10 times, eight times out of it. It's great. Oh, no kidding. So, huh. Yeah. I, I love it. Works fine. I have no reason to change it, you know. Uh, but I don't know if it's good for your skin. I wish I did, but I don't. <laughs> yeah, there we go. So, so we'll go ahead and say disclaimer warning. Star is experimenting. You might not get as lucky. So that's good. So it's going to come back and be like, yeah. ah, listen to the armor party. My skin's burning. Ah, yeah. That's and just great. know that I just experiment with everything. That's great. Yeah. And then and I, I, my last question about Ahsoka specifically, because I think you just have such a great Ahsoka. Um, are you, you for the, the, her, her striping on mm-hmm. her headdress is that yeah. what do you do you do you airbrush or are you like strictly a uh you know a foam painter uh like a foam brush or like what is your because mm-hmm. i know i know you do have a background as uh like a, a 2d artist as well yeah How, what is your paint process like for something a little more intricate than as as ahsoka tano is uh, sorry for the head tails on Ahsoka, like yeah, her mantras, yeah. like the blue. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> good question. Um, so, uh, it won't surprise you to hear that I experimented with different types of latex and what I ended up doing when I was making the season three through five latex is I tried painting. I tried like the like bendable FX paint that you can get from Michaels, Gloria sure. Michaels. Um, and, uh, ended up just being like, you know what? I'm just gonna throw some acrylic paint into the latex, mix it in, paint it on and all that good and just painted it with a brush um so it was that it was that easy and that's that's all i did um, and did you do but, any masking the, on that or or like no, to get those i just oh, sweet no i hand painted it so again i never use patterns really for anything i hand paint just like kind of eyeball it i eyeball all my measurements all my painting everything is just like like awesome. my face makeup for ahsoka um surprise it was an experiment you know i started out when i was 10 i first wanted to to be ahsoka and the the thing i came up with was take some orange kool-aid mix up a little bit of water and (laughs) put orange kool-aid on your face with all the sugar and make it all sticky you know i'm a little nine-year-old running around with a bright orange face i'm like this is ahsoka you know so luckily i've at least learned a little bit you know a little bit past that no longer the sticky face, but with the, with the stencils, like I don't, I don't use them. People use them. They look great. I have no problem with using stencils, but it's a little bit like, I just like freehanding. So I just, yeah. every time is a freehand. Um, every time is an adventure. Every time I try it, I'm like, Hmm, I wonder if this is going to not be a straight line. So yeah, I don't really use masking often. And do you but. do, and then for the, her facial mark, the now known yeah. as the fulcrum marks, um, mm-hmm. do you do that yourself or do you have someone that helps you with that? No, I just freehand it. So. Amazing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go, I'm going to like, look at this picture and I'm going to be like, what? This is awesome. I, cause I, and I know you're right. Cause I, I have a couple of people that I know who have done mall and mm-hmm. mall is like such a specific look. And we've, yeah. you know, we've now seen him in a couple different iterations, but watching my friend paint his brother as mall, they were in the chair for like three hours. Right. And putting on the, putting on the Zabrak horns, I was like, Oh my gosh, this is the most exhausting character to watch get put together. And then to go (laughs) up and after that, you're like, it's on. Now we have to go to the movie theater and, you know, stoke people out about the latest, you know, and of course like Maul is one of those characters, probably like Ahsoka that just everyone Mm -hmm. just, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. 
And so I, I think that there is, there is certainly, you know, that, that juice is worth the squeeze in my opinion, because every time I Absolutely. see, every time I see a character like that, I'm just like, I could see 19 different versions and think they're all equally amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's really which true. Is, uh, yeah. Cap- which is, which is rad. Yeah. No, Cap did a mall um, for Star Wars Celebration. And we were sitting in the, in the hotel, you know, and they did, they did, they freehanded again, most of it. And then I yeah. came in and filled in a little bit and it, yeah, it takes forever. Like I thought Ahsoka was bad. And then Cap was like, I want to do a mall. And I was like, are you sure? And then we sat there <laughs> and we were both sitting there and they they were like, we, I look great. I'm like, you look great. And I thought I had paint everywhere. And this is way more complicated. Like, yeah. like I thought I was good at freehanding and then watching them do it. I was like. Wow. Okay. Amazing. Yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is there, and then so, so what was, what was like, um, what was it like going to Star Wars celebration? Was that your first celebration? Yes. In, it in was. Anaheim? It was my first one ever. Amazing. Um, yeah. So again, very new to the cosplay scene. So I didn't know there was such a thing, a Star Wars celebration. You know, I've been sure. a nerd about it since I was a kid. I've loved it. Yeah. I've, you know, have all of the, you know, 3.75 inch figures of everything from the original, you know, but like, I didn't know that there was like groups of people who liked this. I don't know, but you know, I didn't find out about celebration until like, um, like I think the, like after the tickets had like already been sold out. So like, I barely got tickets for me and cat because when they came back okay. on sale, cause I was like, wait, there's a whole group of like fantastic people who get together and, and love Star Wars. Like I have to go and so it was such a like last i didn't know it was a thing so yeah it was our first one ever um because yeah and like a lot of cons like we went to c2e2 for the first time we went to a lot of cons for the first time last year because we didn't know about them we we'd been to grcc grand rapids a couple times but we didn't know and so it's been really exciting it's been like this kind of new experience i went to galaxy's edge for the first time when i was out there and so a lot of just like i've always been in the world but the world's always been small and like, yeah. that's one thing that cosplay has been really fun. It's like, it's opened up this Star Wars world. Like I loved the world. And you know, when I was a kid, you know, I, I watched everything. I read the young Boba Fett books. I was sure. really into everything, but like, it was such a small world for me. And like yeah. getting to go to Star Wars Celebration and realizing there's so many people like me out there who, who love this. Um, yeah. 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 That's Lovely. awesome. And then, and I think, were you at the clone detachment meetup? I, you know, we were there and I think, I think we were there. Yes. But I don't think we were, they met outside the fountain and it was like all the, all the clones Hmm, outside the fountain. I think I saw it from afar. Okay. I I wasn't like right in there, but I remember seeing that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Cause there there were a couple, there were a couple bad batch members and I couldn't remember cause the, the actual, the dad batch guys were there. Right at, at at there, and so I, I was just curious if I if I had saw you there because you know yeah we um, weren't in the pictures there. I I remember thinking it was a five first thing, so I was like, oh I I I can't be in there. Oh okay <laughs> yeah well there there was a time where it was just five first, but there was definitely another time where it was anyone who had a clone costume. So oh shoot. now you yeah so now <laughs> so now you know for next time you can certainly come in and get a picture taken. Um, so were you sad. able to meet the guys from the dad batch? Were you able to meet John and Brian and Stevie and? Yeah, I met John. Um, absolutely wonderful. I mean, I love their stuff. Obviously, like just like with so few Bad Batch cosplayers, like really yeah. like being like, oh my goodness, there's a couple of us, you know, and 
So um, I, you know, totally love their stuff. I got to meet John. Um, he's just so fun. Uh, such a nice guy. And yeah. his, his stuff is fantastic. I've loved his builds. Really got to chat with him a lot. Um, sure. And I got to meet Brian. I, I didn't Good. really get to meet the rest of them, but um, okay. I did. I definitely met Brian and I was like, we have to take a, a crosshair picture. So I was in Imperial and he was in Bad Batch. And I was like, we have to take a face-off picture. So yeah. um, we got some great pictures uh, of the two versions of Crosshair. Because I was just like, yeah. that was the thing. I was like, that's so exciting to like see yourself in a mirror image. Because like, you know, there's 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 significantly more hunters out there than there are Crosshairs in right. in the cosplay world. And so it's fun to like be like, oh, yeah, I've never seen another Crosshair at a con. Like that was the first time I was like, oh, yeah. There's me. I'm over there. Yeah. And then here I am. And it was very fun. So <laughs> that yeah. was definitely on the bucket list. I was like, I must do it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, but... they, and they speak really highly of you guys. I, I actually, oh. I think I had been, uh, someone had sent this over, um, cause Brian has a, has a daughter that's like, she was the Omega. Yeah. Like they've done this like amazing, yeah. you know, like kind of like yeah. custom Omega. And, um, and he's just, I, he, those guys are just super supportive of anyone who's just like oh. building. Um, yeah. and so I know that they've, they've spoken yeah, really they highly of like how cool, uh, it is that they think you guys are doing. And I think it's great too, because Aww. there's just the, there is a, I feel like there is a part of the spirit of creativity, which again is bringing characters to life to make people happy and make yourself yeah. happy. And, yeah. and I just, I, I think it's so funny, um, hearing your story of kind of not really realizing, until it all started making sense that like, yes, you can go to Star Wars Celebration. And I, yeah. I'm a, a couple years older than you, but, but I remember mm -hmm. I was kind of in this, in a, in a phase I've talked about it a couple of times where, um, you know, when I went to high school, uh, this stuff wasn't cool. And I right. went to all the movies, but there were a lot of times where mm -hmm. I had to find another guy that was nerdy and was like, Hey, do you want to go yeah. see Star Wars together? And it was, you know, and the marketing was, was what it was. Yeah. And you had to go see it, but it wasn't like, you know, the idea of buying a lightsaber yeah. when I was in high school, like kids would have been like, dude, what are you doing? Um, yep. so I wasn't, yep. I was always in love with this stuff, but I wasn't until probably force awakens when you just start to go, you know what? I don't care what anyone thinks. I think yep. this stuff is awesome. Yep. I'm going to mm -hmm. buy it for me. And then you go to a place like Star Wars Celebration and you see all these people just living their best life. You're yeah. like, everyone is happy here. There's no crappy internet people yeah. yelling about stuff. Yeah. It was just everyone so excited yeah. to get new Star Wars, connect with other people who are into Star Wars. So uh, was your experience yeah. as a first time goer, was it, was it, are you hooked? Are you, are you mad that you didn't go to Chicago when it was here a couple of years ago? You know, I am because yeah. I, I didn't know about it. I wish I would have yeah, known. Yeah, and yeah. Like, I had, I had the same thing, like growing up, you know, Star Wars and like, you know, being a nerd was not cool. And I was the kid that, you know, me and Cap, we, we read all the Star Wars books. And like, before I could read, uh, Cap was reading me Young Boba Fett. And yeah. before, you know, before I could do much, you know, I remember getting my first lightsaber when I was four. And right. I was a nerd and all my friends were not nerds. And like, it was just this kind of like, Ooh, I can't wait to go home and like, look at my action figures and play with my action figures and play with my sword and choreograph large battles and, you know, and do all this stuff. And I had the Millennium Falcon and, you know, Star Wars Celebration would have been a dream back then, you know, but I had the same thing of, it was kind of like that kind of nerdy, weird thing that yeah. 
And then, you know, I think for me, it was really, I also, I'm a big Marvel fan. And so when Marvel started to gain a lot of momentum and people began to realize that nerdy things were cool, I remember being like, wait, you know what? Screw it. I'm, I'm a nerd and I love this stuff and I want to do it. And, and yeah. And like going to Star Wars Celebration was like, it felt like, yeah, I was, I was telling one of my, one of my cosplay friends, I was like, it was like coming home. It was like, this is what it was always supposed to be. And I, I had this kind of dream when I, when I, when I, um, when I bought the tickets for Star Wars Celebration, I was like, I just have this vision of, of sitting somewhere listening to the the like celebration endor music playing at the end of episode six with just like this celebration and like kind of like fireworks and stuff i just have this vision of this at star wars celebration like i want that feeling and, like i went the whole celebration met all these wonderful people met cosplayers who i have been following their builds i mean you know meeting more people who loved bad batch than i ever thought existed and you know being like just mobbed by little kids who loved ahsoka and and i just didn't quite get that moment quite yet quite yet and i waited till the very end i went to um galaxy's edge ended up meeting up with one of my very favorite um ahsoka sisters and at there was the fireworks going over the falcon yeah and she started playing the music just out of nowhere no prompting from me and i was like this this is like it was this full circle of like, yeah, this is my childhood. This is, these are the people, this is coming home. This is, this is my crew. You know, the people who are going to, you know, who just unashamedly love this stuff and want to build it and spend this time and make people happy and make kids excited. And like, you know, it's, it really, it really does feel like, wow, there's, there's, there's a lot of us and it, it is coming home. <laughs> but Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, yeah. that, that, that really sums up, I think, what the the celebration experience is because I went to yeah. Chicago in 2019 and I brought my scout trooper. I'm, you know, if I have a first yeah. member and of course to drive in, you yeah. know, to be able to drive your armor versus, you know, I was lucky enough to have someone help me fly it out. But I'm just like, my gosh, like the amount of work it takes to get yeah. your armor from here to here. And, and I know that celebration much like dragon con and some of these other uh, conventions have gotten really like, you know, people who have big cause eh, cosplay costuming accounts. Um, you know, it's a big deal for them to premiere costumes and, and be able to like share yeah. these, you know, builds and, um, our mutual friend Hunter. I mean, the dude is just yes. a machine making oh, stuff. <laughs> right. And I'm like, gosh, I really got it. like, like I almost like, I have to sometimes text him and be like, dude, slow down. So I don't feel like I'm like, you are burning past us. Uh, making it's incredible. Stuff. Yeah. It's he turns insane. out stuff and yeah. it's, and does and commissions. It, and I'm just like, how do you, how? <laughs> yeah. And, and every, all of it looks awesome. And I'm like, okay, Perfect. dude, come on. Um, but I just like seeing <laughs> the process of, of people make stuff in the community is so talented has yeah as a as someone who's like fairly new to Mm -hmm. it like what has been your experience with like star wars customers in general have you felt like you know you've you've been welcomed because that's like a big that's a big thing that i also internalize i have a i have a a show about costuming Mm -hmm. and it's real easy to put all the people that i admire onto the show but i love getting perspectives from people like yourself who haven't been doing it that long because i would love for someone who's teetering on the edge 
and goes, I listened to Star's episode and I'm in. Like, let's start building. Let's do this. And yeah. not making money be this like the, you know, I can't do that until I have a lot of money. I can't do yeah. this until I have the space. Um, you know, ha- has the community been been welcoming? I mean, has the community been supportive? Yeah, you know, I think for the most part, people have been really excited to get, like, I've heard a bunch of people be like, oh, let's get new blood in, you know, like, let's, yeah, yeah, let's yeah, get sure. more people. Like, there's, and, and a lot of people who've been excited about getting younger um, people into the community, too. Like, a lot of people have been excited about that. And, like, you mentioned Hunter. Like, Hunter has been, like, one of the most supportive and kind and just, I mean, absolute inspiration. Like, you know, when I first started, um, you know, doing Crosshair and Hunter, like, we... We met him at Motor City and it was just yeah. like, oh my gosh, this is this, this iconic, like he's so good. Everything he does is fantastic. And, um, Cap was just starting Rex at that point and like, they got to talk about Rex stuff and how yeah, to do it. Sure, and like, sure. he's so welcoming. And I think he was kind of the first kind of like bridge in like, here's a bonafide Star Wars costumer. And, you know, and he was just so welcoming, so kind, so complimentary, um, and just really did, um, welcome us um into the community and that i think that made a big difference for me and i think like people who are starting like it's so fun to get started and like you know do all this stuff and like not to wait for like money and space like you said because like it'll all come together but it it really is you know the community makes or breaks it like finding people where you who will be like hey i see what you're doing and that's that's awesome and 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 really just like kind of pushing you to keep going um, is, is I think a really important thing. And like, I've had so many wonderful experiences with Star Wars customers. I mean, there's always going to be some people who aren't, you know, super welcoming or people who aren't super into it. But I think the majority of people have just been, you know, excited to see, you know, to welcome me into the community. And it's been, it's been really great. There's been people who've been there forever. And then there's people who are just starting and, you know, the range is just, is of people who've been really, really helpful has been, has been really great. And I, and learning that like, Hey, you know what? We're all doing this for fun. I can just, I can just message so-and-so and and ask them what paint they use. I can just message so-and-so and and be like, Hey, can can you help me with this? Like, it's fine. Everybody wants to help out. Like, um, Brian helped me a lot with my, with my crosshair rifle. I asked him like, what do I do? (laughs) He was like, yes, you know? And so like, you know, sharing crosshair tips and, um, and John was really helpful with a lot of, you know, cap stuff and was very welcoming when we met him and so you know it's i I think people have been really um really kind and welcoming for the most part and like i said like i still haven't joined a club i'm excited to join a club i want to join a club um but you know every time that i go to a a con i'll like kind of sneak by the tables and be like hi and then somebody new will give me the pitch and be like so (laughs) you could join everyone's always super super kind um and and really complimentary um and so you know there's, there's, there's always like the, the reasons not to, there's always the, oh, what if people think this is bad? Or what if I don't have enough money? What if I don't have enough space? What if I don't have, and like my rule of thumb is that like doing something is better than doing nothing. If you, if you love this character and you, and you just want to build it and you know, you don't know if people are going to be out there that are going to be supportive and you're like on the edge. I mean, to me, I'm like, just put something together. It doesn't have to be accurate. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't, you can always improve. You can always change. You can always redo something. And, and if you just do it and you just put it out there and you just, just say, Hey, here's what I have. Here's what I love. This is, you know, for me with crosshair, I started with face paint. I didn't even have a build. I was just like, Hey, I painted my face and I'm chewing on a toothpick. 
I like this guy. And like the amount it's of people perfect. that like. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but like the amount of people that were really supportive from like, you should build armor, you know, just like something, just putting something out there is better than just sitting there wishing that like, I wish I could, you know, it's like, no, just, just do it. There's, you know, there's always more supportive people than there are not supportive people. And there's always someone who's going to be happy to, to egg you on um, and be like, hey, build the armor, you know. Um, so, you know, if I was going to tell someone on the edge, I'd just be like, just just do it. Something's better than nothing. You don't need to wait for the perfect, you know, kit. Like, if you want to get approved and that's your end goal, awesome. And if you don't yeah. want to get approved and you just want to cosplay, awesome. And if yeah. if you're not sure, just do something. And then maybe yeah. you can change it later, you know, and but that's me. <laughs> no, I love that. I love that. Cause I think, I think that's the general mentality to think that people oftentimes forget. I've, I've had yeah. a couple of people kind of ask me in, you know, cause I, I've, I've tried to be as, uh, I've tried to be as non-exclusive with this podcast because I've had people on that aren't members of the club and yeah. I've had people on that, you know, I try to be neutral because I know that anytime you get into an organization as big as any of the organizations are, any of the clubs are, yeah, you're always going to have something. We had something flare up, something happened. Yeah. And I get really <laughs> embarrassed, uh, with how silly a lot yeah. of these, like these issues are. <laughs> and I think oftentimes, and, and my friend, Justin, who's the, in, in charge of the Legion right now his mentality is exactly what you just said. And he would, and I know yeah. that he said he shared your link with me and goes, this is who we need in the 501st. Like this, the, <laughs> this is like, this is awesome. And I, and I think it's because you're the, the way that you're approaching things in terms of saying you can be creative too. And we want to mm -hmm. see that that's in my opinion, part of the reason why, you know, the Legion is literally bad guys doing good is because yeah. you do understand you have a power to become yeah. character and bring smiles to people's faces. That's why yeah. people go out to the cons and they see these costumes. And I, for yep. me, and you might feel the same way, it's like the biggest, uh, I am so overwhelmed and honored to get a picture with someone. Like, yeah, can we take a picture yeah. of you? I'm like, Take yeah. as many as you want. Are you kidding? And it's not, it's not so much about like I'm showing off my own build. It's because yeah. I know that whoever I'm taking a picture with wants to be like, look who I met from Star Wars, you know? Yeah. And I think that's really yeah. cool because they're, they're having that moment whether they share that they're letting people know, I want to remember, I want to have this memory because Star Wars is cool enough to me that I want to have, I want to take this with me. You know what I mean? And yeah, and I mean, I often think about it like, man, if when I was a kid, if I could have taken a picture with a stormtrooper, I would have been all over that. Right. And having like being able to be like, hey, I didn't have this as a kid. And I see these kids run up and they're like, Ahsoka. And I'm like, oh, wow, I can't imagine seeing Ahsoka when I was yeah. a kid. You know, and I just think about that. Like you're making something accessible to people um, who get to grow up with this as a, a real like physical part of their world like i had it in action figures which were wonderful but like imagine a whole nother world like now of course we've got galaxy's edge but like you can go to cons now as a kid and see your consistent favorite character like i'll you know shout out to whatever whoever this little kid was that ran up to me as crosshair one day and was like you are my favorite and like <laughs> grabbed my legs and was like you're my favorite and i was like i never get that reaction as crosshair because like I i'm not 
people's favorites, but this little kid was just sold. He was, he was, he knew what he knew what he loved. I was like, I feel you. Like, this is awesome. Like, and you know, and I think like that is the, like, you know, the goal for me is like, do what you love. I like building and that's fun. And secondarily make other people happy. That's, that's the point. You know, if, if, you know, if it, it becomes something that's not making you happy and it's not making other people happy and you're not making other people happy, it's just kind of like, why, why, why are you doing it? Star Wars. It's it's a fun right. fictional world that's set in the stars with ships and, and space wizards. And, you know, and, and what are we, you know, like if it's, if we're not having fun, then like, then we're really just running around in plastic. You know, if we're not, if we're not having that fun, amazing time, you know, it's just, we're just running around with buckets on our heads, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's, I, I think like keeping that like at the core of it for me has been really important. Cause like, there'll be times where I'll start slipping. I'll be like, Oh, did I do this? Or like, Oh, do people like this? And I'm like, no, that's not important. What's important is do I make people happy and am I happy? And that's, that's all that matters. Um, yeah. And keeping that in my, my focus is like, that's the important thing. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And those, I think, I think those are, are words to, to live by. And, and sorry, I just want to say it has been absolutely fantastic talking with you and and getting to know your process. And I think shout out, of course, to all of our, uh, our, our, uh, I'm looking at all the people who are in the college age, uh, like yourself yeah. that are saying, <laughs> you know, cause I, cause we, if we'll see students at our local college here up in, up in, in Marquette and they come up and they're like, all right, how do I make one? And I go, well, yeah. Um, I, you, you came to this movie to also get free pizza. I totally mm-hmm. get it. You're balling on a budget. Yep. Um, yep. this probably isn't the hobby for you right now, but certainly keep yeah. that stoke alive. Um, but I, yeah. I, I applaud anyone who's, who's been dedicated enough to, to spend, even if it's, you've been better with money at the end of the day, you're still yeah. like, I'm, I'm putting money into a hobby. Right. And, yeah. you know, while yep. some, while some people, you know, they play golf while some people buy bikes, while some people, uh, you know, they go on vacations, you all this stuff like costuming has been one of those things where I'm, I'm going, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't, I don't play video games. I don't do yep. any of that stuff. I'm like, yep. this is my jam. So, uh, yep. I, I, but I, but I absolutely <laughs> love seeing people who have been passionate enough about it to pursue it. Uh, and yeah. so I, I just want to applaud you and cap for doing amazing work i hope to get cap on the show eventually and and hear their side of the story yeah Uh, but it would be it would be awesome to get together and let's i hope to see at the next convention in our neck of the woods that'd be amazing uh but before i let you go we have to do we have to do a lightning round okay all right. I asked you a bunch of All questions you try to rip them off as fast as you can i made a couple all right tailored to you star so let's right. get in this lightning round. All right, Star, which Jedi has the coolest lightsaber? Definitely Ahsoka. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I knew you were going to answer with that. <laughs> all right, all right, fine. If I knew you were going to answer with that, which ones? I think the, I think her original one. Not not the two, like her original one from 2008. Spiking Handle. Okay. Favorite. That, I 100%. actually wasn't expecting that, so that's rad. Okay, cool. What is it about it? <laughs> what, what, what about that lightsaber in particular? You're like, that's mine. It's because when I was four, I got a green lightsaber that looked remarkably similar. 
And then when I was nine and she showed up on screen, I pointed at it. I was like, that's mine. I already own that. Amazing. <laughs> that's the one I have. <laughs> oh, that's a wholesome story. I'm, I'm very glad I asked that question. Okay, that's good. Yeah. All right, so start. <laughs> You go to the frozen planet of Ilum and you do the Trials of the Jedi. What okay. color kyber crystal do you pull? Green. Definitely green. <laughs> you didn't even have to think about it. What what nope. about a is, is it is a green saber tied to your last answer? Uh it is. It is tied to the last answer. It's also like, you know, green is often like showing people who are more in touch with the force. Um nice. and like very force sensitive. Um I just consider myself to be a little bit more on that leaning, also sure. Ahsoka, also the fact that when I was four, I picked out a green lightsaber. And it, you know, when you're four, <laughs> you don't have a lot going on up here. And so the fact that, like, that kind of was my alum trials. Like, I went to Walmart and mom was like, get a saber. And I was like, that one. And like, it was green. So I guess that's what I would pick. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. I like that. All right. So my, my next question, who okay. has the cooler costumes, the good guys in Star yeah. Wars or the bad guys in Star Wars? The middle guys. Oh. Mandalorians. Mandalorians, 100%. Jango Fett, Boba Fett. Um, give me the Mandos. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. The middle of the road guys. <laughs> All right. The in-betweens. That's a, yeah, that's a, yep. you know, that answer, that answer absolutely works. What about Mandalorian Army? You just, you just can't get over. Uh, honestly, I think it's like all the culture that goes into it. Um, sure. Again, reading a lot of those books, the Republic Commando books. Love those. Um, and just like everything that goes into Mando culture, everything that goes into like the classic T-shaped visor. It's so simple. It's so clean. It's so, you know, like, I don't know. Iconic. It's so cool. It's iconic. And, yeah. you know, again, Young Boba Fett books were huge for me. And so I've, Mando's have always been, always been there. <laughs> All right. I love that. I love that answer. Mm -hmm. And I look forward to seeing your, your Mandalorian, of course, too. Me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Whenever we build it. <laughs> Star, you get to pick one clone to join you on your next mission across the galaxy. Who do you pick? Oh my gosh. It's a big question. I know. That's why Just I asked. Just one. It. Oh. Okay. I think. Is this during the time of the Clone Wars? You know, I'll open it up. I'm going to say any clone, like Anytime. at any point. Your pick. Okay. Ordo Scaretta. Absolutely. Tell me a little bit about that clone. Okay. So Republic Commando books, Ordo Scaretta's a null arc trooper. Um, so let's throw back to like the old canon. Um, and he doesn't like have to follow orders. And so uh. I think that that would be a smarter pick because he would have more range of like what he would be able to do. He's also pretty cool. Um, certainly one of my favorites. Love the Nulls. What's the armor so. look like? His armor, it's, um, it's like a red arc trooper. So think like the classic Rex armor without the J guys, but red. Um, looks a lot like Captain Fordo from like yeah. the baby Clone Wars show that I sure. loved as well. But yeah, so definitely Ordo. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That's good. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know if I know who that is. It's like... That's why I bring smarter people on Armor Party Star so that you guys can teach me everything I need to know. All right, next question. If there was a vehicle okay. in Star Wars that you could use in real life, what would you pick? Oh. I mean, probably a Star Destroyer, right? 
I mean, that seems like the most like effective, you know, they're huge. You can do a lot of stuff in them. You could like move your entire house there. You could, if I could use it, like it's supposed to be used, then I just, I mean, go like light speed. I mean, I don't see why I wouldn't pick a Star Destroyer. Got a bunch of cool designs in there, you know, classic Imperial style. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is good. This is telling me. This is telling me a lot about your, your, yeah, your mindset, Star. It's like, I want, I just want to drive a <laughs> giant a bus story. around everywhere I go. And I yeah. can't go down a bike trail with it because I have to have a little mm -hmm. car to drop out of it so I can get where I actually need to go. But this is good. This is good. Yeah. But like, if you got the starter story, you'd probably get all of the little things that went inside. So like you get all the shuttles, all the escape pods, you know, like, oh, okay. this is a better pick. All right. It's a better this pick. This technicality, I guess, <laughs> I do see where the mindset, okay, all right, all right, I see it. Because I'm like, I'm like, I could really be a jerk and be like, okay, you get a Star Destroyer, you get no TIE Fighters in it. You'd be like, okay, well, I don't no know what fighters. to do. Yeah, no. Well, then, I would build them because you could repurpose stuff on the inside. Oh, that's okay. All right. Yeah, that <laughs> I, I set myself up for that one. All right, Star, here's the next question that might throw you a little okay. bit. Who has the okay. most underrated costume in Star Wars? Mm. Ooh, that's a good question. And I think about that. Because I feel hmm. like you were at Celebration, and yeah. you go by, you walk by people, you're like, oh, that's awesome, that's awesome. And then there's one costume that just stops you, and you're like... That is awesome. Yes, uh, I got it. Kit Fisto. Uh, Kit Fisto. Whoever builds Kit Fisto, just like amazing. Like, like I never see them. I never see that cosplay. But whoever does, however many makers make it, build it, wear it. I mean, that's amazing. You've got a whole, I mean, I can't imagine. Like that is underrated. Like it's a cool design. It looks awesome. Kit Fisto is a is amazing. And then to wear all of that on your head. Whew. Uh yeah, well, I think I, I think Kit Fisto. Yeah. So the other thing is, um, there is a part of where you look at Kit Fisto as because the species is is uh what is the species? Oh man, I'm blanking too. I know, me too, because they went to a whole arc on the Clone Wars where they went mm -hmm. underground, they went underwater, and they did the whole thing. Um, yeah, they're like Nataloan, I think. That sounds right. Metalon. Yes, I, I don't. I don't think I'm pronouncing it right, but it's Nataloan. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're yes, we're on there. Um, we got you, you. <laughs> you, there's like a part of you where you have to, because we've seen two different versions of it. It's like they did it in Attack yes, of Clones. It's true. And then Revenge of the... There was like a, there was like a total glow up or maybe a glow down. I don't yes. really know. Right? I, I think it was a glow up. Yeah. Yeah, okay, good. Um, But there's <laughs> just... Yeah, I agree. There's like a certain... Where people recognize what it is because there's almost this part of yeah. where you see this this alien figure but then you see the Jedi yep. robe. You know what I yeah. mean? It's kind of like the same yeah. reason that people love like Plo Koon. Um, cause yes, that, same. Yeah, because that mm -hmm. that Jedi robe just has such a silhouette on its own in its simplicity. Yeah. But then you're like, but it's not a, it's not a human head up there. Like, what's going on? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I, I, that's a great answer. I do too. I, I love that kid fist. That's good. All right, Star. My last question for you before we wrap things up here: If you could bring one prop home from all of Star Wars, realistic. In the movies, in the shows, whatever it would be, what would you bring home with you? What do you define by prop? <laughs> Here we go. How okay. big can it be? <laughs> yeah. 
I, we get it, Star. You want to bring a Star Destroyer home, okay? Um, I would say, I mean, truly, I think, like, a prop to me is something, I mean, I guess I would call, like, a blaster, a lightsaber. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. something, something that a character interacts with some, I would be fine with a costume. I would be fine. But like some people okay. have said, oh, you know, I want to bring home the original C3PO yeah. head. I want to bring home sure. Han Solo's DL44, you know, all that stuff. That's what I consider a prop, but I'm, you know, Star, okay. I'm in a good mood. What do okay, you want to so bring home besides from Star Wars? The, besides the Star Destroyer. Yeah, we'll just put v- that we can, aside. yeah, leave um, the vehicles. Everyone wants Red <laughs> Five in their backyard. I get it. You know. Um, I would honestly say a a fully functioning, uh, yeah, a fully functioning, beautiful original prop, uh, Django Fett helmet. Honestly, yeah, Django Fett helmet. That's I, okay. I wasn't expecting that. That's like a yeah. That's like a prop that you could pretty much get. Like you can co- yeah. you can find someone who cold cast one of those and probably it's get true. one. It's true. It's true, but like, it's just, it's so iconic and it's yeah. like the original and it's like, I like, again, clones, Attack of the Clones, Mandalorians, prequels, that's where I, that's where I'm at. And like that, uh, Django Fett, very special place in my heart. So I think probably, probably a Django Fett helmet. That's a great answer. The Django I, Fett helmet. Absolutely. That is a great <laughs> answer. That is a great answer. Yeah. <laughs> is there a, I mean, would you ever build a Django Fett? In the future? Yes, it's in the plans. Oh, it's in the plans. okay. All I'm, right, all right. Cap's going to do an ESB bow with it, and I want to do Django, so. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> all right. As someone who's in 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 the <laughs> Sarlacc pit of the ESB build. Yeah. I am crying for Cap already, um, and I will, I'm happy to share anything that I have learned and butchered myself. Uh, so... <laughs> Star, thank you so much for for being on our party with me. Um, it has been awesome to learn your costuming journey, uh, and and I I just of course want to keep commending the work that you're doing and the way that you're doing it because it is truly inspiring for uh, everyone that I think that is looking for the essence and the spirit of costuming. I think you and Cap are doing uh, it's such a service to sharing the passion uh, of of costuming and love of Star Wars with everyone. So. Keep it up. And where can people find oh. you? I have to also try to try to send some more followers your way. Yeah, I'm on Instagram as Star Spangled Comet. Um, the only one. So and then I'm also on uh TikTok as Star Spangled Comet, but I warn you there is nothing very exciting there. I'm bad at TikTok. Find me on Instagram. <laughs> there we go. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> and uh are there any conventions by the time this comes out? Are there any conventions that you plan on going to that you've got on the on the books right now? Likely Motor City um, okay. and GRCC are the ones that I'm thinking of right now. Uh, okay. No big ones. No big ones soon. <laughs> okay. All right. So if you're, yep. if you're, by the time this comes out, you're listening, uh, Motor City Comic Con is in Detroit, Michigan. It's in Novi yep. actually. Uh, and that mm-hmm. is in October. And that was a kind of a pseudo reschedule for a COVID postponement. Uh, but there yep. will definitely be some people there and I'm sure there'll be a lot of people who, uh, the, the October conventions are a little unconventional, which I think is kind of cool. And then, yeah. uh, and then I think there's also, you said Grand Rapids comic cons, which is in, yep. that's also in November. November. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, cool. Well, that's great. Well, we hope to see you there. I'm going to try to at least make it to one of them. It would be wonderful to catch up and Absolutely. yeah, so, so, uh, keep building and any 
plans you want to tease us with of what you're thinking about building besides possibly a Django Fett? Um, I should have my Mando done by GRCC. That's my plan. So if you see me in an orange Mando, that's, that's me. So there that's we the go. one that should be done. Yep. There we go. Well, this <laughs> is, this has been a great conversation and this is the oh. way. Star, thank you again for, for being on our party and we hope thank to you see so you much soon. for having me. May the force okay. be with you, my friend. And with you. How about that episode? Man, I am still in shock when I think that Star has been costuming for less than two years. What a talent. Makes me feel like I haven't done anything since I started the clubs. Once again, I am your host, Mike Forrester, saying thank you for listening to Armor Party. You can find us on Instagram at Armor Party Show. We put more content. We put up builds. We put up tips and tricks. So make sure you head over there and follow us on our preferred social media channel. We are also a part of the Thank the Maker Network along with Princess and Scoundrel, two other podcasts I know you will absolutely love. So check those out and give those other Star Wars-based shows a listen as well. Our epic themes and production is done by Alton James, a longtime friend of mine who's available to team up on original scores for your fan films or any other audio project you've got. Find him at Alton underscore James on Instagram to bring your project to the next level. Bring on Andor, bring on the builds, and always remember, being an adult is boring, but building Star Wars costumes is anything but. Everything is proceeding as I have foreseen. <laughs> 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 <laughs>